DW. Is this it? Yeah. So much of our life is lived in a fog of automatic, habitual behavior. That sounds like fun. Just watch it. We spend so much time on the hunt. If I'd known when I agreed to watch a film that two of my daughters had picked out, that I'd subsequently be spending days of a week off drowning in the bedlam of my own belongings, I might have declined that invitation to sit, or have insisted on something too mindless to come with ramifications. But I didn't. I joined them for a documentary about a small cast of characters who claim to have found their respective ways to happier, healthier and more environmentally friendly lives by shedding the weight of their possessions. Why is it that at the same time there is such a longing for more? I'm not sure my kids derived much actual viewing pleasure from the film, but they stuck it out, and by the end their minds had expanded. Off they went to bed, alive with chatter about the next morning when they'd start out along their own path towards minimalism. I quietly predicted that they'd sleep off that enthusiasm. Keep that one though, yeah. and this one. How wrong I was. Um, but then you have to that one. My kids were clearly on a mission to radically reduce the contents of their bedrooms. They systematically set about emptying drawers, shelves, boxes and baskets, sifting and sorting to decide what should go and what could stay. They each seemed to be working to a different set of criteria. One wanted to keep everything that was fluffy, while the other was all about the role and purpose of things in her life. This book. Yeah? Fun and funky knits. Are you going to keep that? Um, I am going to keep that because I just I do knit. But then, for example, if I were to take... Um, this. That nice cookery book that I gave you. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I'm joking, um, it's fine. It was around this point that I decided I'd better join them. Since I'm neither a hoarder nor much of a shopper, and because I regularly sort through what we have to pass on things we no longer use or wear, I thought I'd be done in a flash. Again, how wrong I was. Do you think I should get rid of a whole load of my clothes? Yes. Okay. Let's start then. Which ones? What about this? Puddle green. <laughs> From my wardrobe, I moved to my drawers, to the boxes under my bed, to my desk, the bathroom cabinet, the bookshelves, the kitchen cupboards. Playing God with every sock, photograph, plate, towel and pretty little candle holder that has ever found its way into the fold of our home. My own approach was cold-hearted. If I hadn't used or worn it within the past six months... I'd give it away to someone who might. As the discard pile grew and grew, I felt the kind of sickening feeling that comes with having eaten too much take an increasingly firm hold. There was something disturbing about seeing what we owned brought out from behind closed cupboard doors to a place of collective exposure. And any ideas I might have had about us not owning more than we need or use became obscured by the mounting discomfort of our reality. Oh, look, we have so much stuff. It's quite a lot. Do you like having a lot of stuff? No. Not at all. Why not? The more stuff, or the more clutter you have, the more... It just doesn't feel right. And it just doesn't feel good. It didn't feel right or good for me either. I didn't like it from an aesthetic point of view. I didn't like it because I'm forever misplacing things, but most of all, I was suddenly acutely aware of what it said about my personal footprint on this planet. 
although much was already second-hand, plenty was not, and I felt both greedy and guilty knowing my unnecessary purchases had consumed valuable natural resources, contributed to emissions, wasted water, and very likely caused other forms of pollution and environmental harm on their path to inception and route to the shop shelf where they caught my eye. Okay, we should probably have a look at what's in here. It took a full four days to strip it all back, and by the time we were done, we'd reduced what we owned by about 40%. That clearly doesn't restore resources or wipe the slate clean, but it does release what we don't need back into the world to be reused. And it's also been a lesson in more considered consumption, not just for me. Do you think now that we've got rid of a whole load of stuff that you all bring less into the house. Yeah. You saw that it didn't help you having all that stuff. You saw that it that you didn't like it. I don't think I'm going to go to a shop and just buy 3,000 things and put them back into my bedroom. <laughs> if you get rid of the stuff you don't need or don't want, you have less than you think, and then you think, do I really want this, though? Or is it just a trend that people like? To be clear, there's no way we could now call ourselves minimalists. But we have embarked on a slow crawl in that general direction. And much as the documentary that got us going predicted, it does feel good. I like opening cupboards and my wardrobe, or just walking into a room and seeing a fraction of what used to be there. It feels liberating. There's less choice, less to clutter my concentration, and it's now also easier to find things I misplace. That said, there's no doubt we could strip it back even further. In fact, my daughters are already at it. Less than two weeks after the big clean-out, they're back in their rooms for round two of sifting and sorting. I'm going to wait a bit before I join them and just enjoy the more we've already created by having less. DW.